special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. The power's back on in northern Madison County, but there may be a few traffic signals that aren't online. I know 231 in Walker Lane is giving problems this morning. Accident-wise, the only thing we've got is that one on 72 in Rogersville in Lauderdale County. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, more along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Hey, speaking of raining, yeah, we're going to get about 70% of that today, and uh, but we're only going to get to 85. Right now we're sitting at 68. Uh, Michael Petrilli, uh, old friend of the show, president of the Thomas B. Fordham Institute. Uh, interesting idea here. Uh, who knew? What you make depends on where you live, not just whether you went to college. I mean, we we sort of knew this, didn't we, Michael? How are you? We we did. Great to be back with you, Fred. Well, I, hey, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, okay, so, uh, and then you throw into this, uh, this is the other thing. You throw into this idea, it depends on uh, where, also where you live, how expensive it is to live, right? There are a lot of layers to this, right? Well, that, that, that's right. Look, you know, we've known for a long time that on average, if you go and you get a college degree, you are going to make more money than if you don't. Uh, but what we have been learning in recent years is that, of course, there's a lot of variation under those averages. It depends, for example, on where you go to college. It depends on what you major uh, in. And, and we were curious in this study if it depended on where you live. So in other words, uh, look, the, the American economy and the labor market it plays out differently in different parts of the country. Uh, for those of us that live in some of the big metro areas, I live in the Washington, D.C. area, for example, you know, we are used to looking around and saying, wow, okay, the only way to make a decent living in a, an expensive place like this is to have that four-year college degree because it really feels more and more, and this is what the data shows, is that the, the middle class in these areas has gotten totally squeezed out, uh, and there's just not many jobs in between those high-paid high uh, jobs that college-educated workers have and the service sector workers uh, that are providing services to them. But guess what? Turns out, thankfully, that it does not look the same way in most of America, that in most of America there is still that strong middle class, and there are opportunities in those middle-skilled jobs uh, in between in, in areas like oil and gas and advanced manufacturing and in agriculture and many other sectors where people do need some higher education in order to get those jobs, you know, a credential, a trade skill, maybe a two-year technical degree, but you don't necessarily need that four-year college degree, and the cost of living is a lot less. So, uh, you know, the, the higher education that you get can go a lot further. 
You know, it's interesting because I've had this discussion with people. They had to tra- start a trade academy here. Uh, some of the trades did, and they, and and they were just flooded with applications, and they were a little surprised, and they've had to add more. And I don't know what's going on during the COVID thing right now, but they were off and running. And and mm-hmm. you know, I had HVAC clients telling me, you know, I I, I could send, I'll send a guy to school tomorrow if he'll pass the drug test. Um, and mm-hmm. and you know, you've heard the joke about the doctor and the plumber, right? You know, you know where the you know the doctor says this is outrageous, and the plumber looks at him and says. Yeah, I used to say that when I was a doctor too. You know, it 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 really, you know, there's money to be made out there, right? I mean, there's some great there trades. That there are absolutely that there are no really good money. And yet, what do we tell most young people in high school? We are pushing almost everybody into the traditional academic track, as if everybody's going to go on and go to a four-year college and major in English literature. Uh, and you know, when you try to count up how many teenagers today are getting to spend a significant amount of time doing real technical training, you know, doing an apprenticeship, uh, spending time working on a trade while they're still in high school, it's tiny. It's something like two or three percent. You go to some other countries, like some of the European countries, Austria, Germany, you know, it's more like 50 or 60 percent. They understand that 16, 17, 18 year olds, a lot of them are ready to get on with it and ready to get into the world of work and start making some money and start learning some skills. And it doesn't mean you can't go to college while you're practicing your trade, right? I mean, nobody says you have to go this track or you got to go that track, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Look, and and that has always been the issue. In America, we believe... Uh, in second and third and fourth chances, we don't want to ever close off opportunities, and that that's a good impulse, and that's that's fine. And, you know, there's a lot of talk these days about stacking credentials on top of each other. So maybe you get that trade credential, and then you go on and you get a two-year engineering degree, uh, and maybe someday you decide to stack on top of that and get the four-year degree. There's lots of different ways to do this, uh, but we pretend instead that there's just one path, and that's getting kids ready for traditional college, and it's not working. You know, I mean, we we spend. Uh, so much money in this country and so much of our young people's time uh, by having kids try college and drop out. You know, about 50% of kids who go to college will drop out with nothing, with, with no credential, with no degree, nothing but debt. It's, you know, it's a, it's a terrible system. And, and yet uh, we haven't changed the message that we're sending to young people in high school. That's still what we're telling them to do. Hey, graduate high school, go straight off to college. Now, we are facing this uh, terrible pandemic right now. And that has uh, maybe the silver lining is that it's going to start helping people rethink. There's a lot of young people saying, well, I'm not going to spend the money for college uh, this year if I'm not going to get the full college experience. I'll take a gap year. I'm going to try to do something else. You know, maybe they will find out that that college experience wasn't actually worth the money. You know, I had a, a friend who's in uh, fundraising for for years was in fundraising for colleges and universities, and he made a statement to me. We were chatting this week, and he said, "You know, he said, Fred, don't be surprised if ten years from now, a third of the institutes of higher learning aren't even around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're yeah. seeing a major shift here, aren't we?" We are indeed, absolutely. I want to dig a little deeper here because I, I, I want to touch on this, the importance of having a middle class, because you said in some of these metro areas it's kind of hard to tell. That's the one thing that keeps us America, right? So I want, I want to dig a little deeper into this. <laughs> what you make uh, depends maybe on where you live. At least that's what the stats are saying. And, you know, college isn't everything. And around here, what do we need? 20-something thousand jobs? What was it? I'll have to go back and look. It's 20. But anyway, Michael, can you stick around for another segment? I want to dig a little deeper into this. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. 
Michael Petrilli, who is president of the Thomas B. Fordham Institute. <laughs> All you people care about is honesty and integrity. You're definitely WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Charlie Pellet. Netflix says Colin Kaepernick is joining with Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Ava DuVernay on a Netflix drama series about the teenage roots of the former NFL player's activism. Netflix says Colin, in black and white, will examine Kaepernick's high school years to illuminate the experiences that shaped his advocacy. Further casting details and a release date were not immediately announced. The Chicago Bears are offering full refunds to season ticket holders because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And NASCAR may be racing during the coronavirus pandemic, but celebrating in early December now is off the schedule. The Motorsport Series has canceled its Champions Week and Cup Series awards scheduled for early December in Nashville, citing the uncertainty from the coronavirus pandemic and its impact on the industry. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-568-2790 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-568-2790 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you he's on meds too call 800-568-2790 800-568-2790 Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. Get a job. Yeah, love that one. You know, about the time that was was out, uh, people went to work for like one company and you stayed there the rest of your life. 
Well, that ain't happening anymore either. Uh, Michael Petrilli is president of the Thomas B. Fordham uh, Institute, and uh, we're talking about this study of, uh, you know, what you make depends on where you live, not necessarily where you went to college. You know, I, uh, Michael, you, you point out here, I think, um, uh, what, there are states like North Dakota, Alaska, Vermont. Here in North Alabama, we're having to fill, and I'm, I, I think I've got the numbers pretty close, it's 20-something thousand jobs by 2023 because we just have so much demand, and a lot of it is, if you, if you haven't been into a manufacturing facility in a long time it's not people doing repetitive stuff you know by hand a lot of it is robotics and Mm -hmm. people knowing how to how to fix those things right yeah that's right and and so for those of us involved in k-12 education which is what i do uh you know we we still need to get way more kids to higher levels of academic standards so you're not going to be able to go into those kinds of advanced manufacturing plants and get a job if you can't read or do math or or communicate well work in teams all the rest so you know and and we're still not getting that job done in too many of our schools so that's that's a big challenge but it also means that we don't need to just have everybody go all the way through 12th grade doing nothing but the traditional academics. You know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned at the beginning of this you live in an area where there's an upper class and a lower class and there's not much middle. That's where you get, and you, you, we were talking during the break, that's where you get this conflict mm-hmm. that we're seeing a lot of places. That's real third world-ish, isn't it? And that's where we don't want to yeah. go, right? No, it, it's a real problem. I mean, certainly we've seen, uh, you know, all, all of the, the street protests this summer uh, in those big, large metropolitan areas. Uh, and, and it does. It feels like there's some, uh, it feels like dry kindling here a little bit, you know, that, that there really is this sharp divide. And when you hear people in, in sort of blue America talk about income inequality, you know, they, they live it every day. They look around. We look around. You know, it's, it's, it's very real. Um, you see that there's just not much of a middle class anymore and that there are these huge gaps. But, you know, when you dig into the data, it turns out that it's actually, uh, you know, very much a, a blue, big metro area phenomenon. It is not happening to the same degree in the rest of America. Uh, the rest of America, there still is that broad middle class. You don't actually see income inequality increasing as much. Uh, and that does, again, play out in this question around college degrees, that, that as you said, there are these places uh, around the country where you still make more with a college degree, but you don't make that much more, you know, in, in places like North Dakota with the oil fields. Uh, but, you know, you go to a place like uh, New York or D.C. or San Francisco, you make twice as much money with a college degree as without, twice as much. Uh, and, you know, that starts to create uh, some, some real divides. Well, and you're also spending most of it, right, <laughs> to live. No, yeah, absolutely. That's, That's the other part of it. the fortune. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it's interesting here because, you know, one of the things, and there were like two or three articles written about this, during this whole COVID-19 thing, we, we became frustrated, those of us in what they call flyover country, that, that it really beca- it hit home that we're viewing America the view of the world from the media centers and the power centers of this country are through a New York City lens. And the rest of the country isn't like that, right? And th- and that's what we're that's right. we're beginning to realize, I hope, right? And our leaders don't yeah, understand you know that. No, that's right. And boy, you wonder if, you know, if, if we had waited to close, uh, to do the shutdowns in the rest of America until it was time to do so, you know, if we, we would have dealt with this pandemic a lot better. But, you know, it, it was instead that New York was having an emergency, so we shut down everything everywhere. 
including, of course, our schools everywhere, which has had a real negative impact on our kids. So, you know, look, we are a huge country, right? A whole continent, uh, 330 million people. Uh, we have got to be able to deal with things uh, locally because things are playing out differently locally, and that goes for the economy as well. You know, when we make education policy in D.C., people start to assume that, hey, the only way we're going to help young people get uh, have a decent living is get them those college degrees. That is not the answer everywhere. Uh, that may be the answer in D.C. That's not the answer in uh, Alabama. You know, it's interesting, too, but in, in a lot of these metropolitan areas, and in, in, in Washington, D.C., perfect example, uh, parents, parents should be allowed to send their kids to the best schools. And the, the voucher program seemed to have worked in D.C., and then Obama came in and took them away, and I don't know what, mm-hmm. what's currently going on there, but... You know, I, I believe, again, it's foundational, right? K through 12, we've agreed to educate those kids. We ought to be able to put them, if, if parents ought to have the right. Supreme Court backed that up, I think, this week in a mm-hmm. ruling that shocked a lot of people. That, that, mm-hmm. uh, the, in, in the private school arena, you have to include a, a religious schools and you can't discriminate against them in, in choice, right? Yeah, no, such a great, a huge, huge decision uh, this week. Yes, striking, basically striking down these so-called Blaine Amendments named after this uh, eight, you know, 19th century bigot uh, who Charles Blaine, who got all these amendments into state constitutions, saying that uh, you couldn't have any public money going to religious organizations. That was an anti-Catholic thing way back when. And yet, you know, most state constitutions still have these provisions, and it kept them from being able to launch private school choice programs that would support religious education. And the Supreme Court said, nope, that, that goes against uh, the free exercise clause of the First Amendment. So that that's huge. That opens the door to many more school choice programs around the country. Of course, now that's got a, that, that's a lot of work that gets, has to get done through the legislatures. Yeah, heavy lifting. We're asking politicians to do heavy lifting. I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I look at back to these bigger metro areas because, look, we're all in the same pond. This is just a really big pond, right? 330 million. Yeah, yeah. And, and we keep comparing our how we do things to these smaller countries like Canada, which is, you know, got the population of California. Come on. Um, yeah, but yeah. we have we have a, we have a massive population and we got to do things a little differently. But I look back at these metros like St. Louis, where there there there's all this this powder keg there and then Chicago, where you got the shootings all the time. Um, you, you, we've got to figure out in in all these local areas and it really has to come down to local people doing the heavy lifting and saying if if we keep doing stupidly what we're doing with our in the K through 12 area um mm-hmm. we're just going to keep graduating kids that don't know how to read and they're going to be taken to the streets and i i don't know why we've yeah. continued but you know no fathers in the home that has a lot to do with it but i mean we we got to fix that right and and we've got yeah, to we, there we do. when when you have the trades begging for people to come do jobs mm-hmm. like plumbers and electricians and hvac people um, and gas fitters and all of that. I mean, the opportunity is there, and that's what to me is so frustrating. You know? Yeah, no, that, absolutely. And look, and those jobs are still there, of course, even in those big metro areas, and they pay very well. You know, look, part of the problem was that way back when we had the old vocational technical system, and it was terrible. 
in many places. It, it, you know, instead of preparing young people for high paying jobs, it, it just sent kids into a dead end for these low paid jobs, you know, said, okay, we're going to train kids on shoe shine, for example, and, uh, you know, spend, spend two years doing that. Well, th that's ridiculous. And in too many places, it said, basically, we're going to take kids uh, who are on the wrong side of the tracks or the wrong color skin, and we're going to send those kids into those vocational programs. So, you know, the response was to dismantle those programs. What we should have done instead was to fix them and improve them. We're just now starting to do more of that, but there's still a lot of resistance in the cities and sometimes in the African-American communities because they remember that old VOTEC uh, and, and understandably are, are very skeptical about it. Uh, but where you see it coming back and coming back in the right way with, again, high standards, even making it selective, you know, make it clear that, look, you if you want to be successful in these fields like HVAC, you've got to have high levels of skills. You've got to have a strong academic record. And so make it prestigious. Uh, we can fix this. We can get this done. Uh, and, and we are seeing some progress. Look, in some places around the country, especially where there's more and more charter schools, Washington, D.C., again, a good example. Half the kids now go to charter schools. They're doing an amazing job. Uh, there is potential here, but we got to get it done. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. And again, you know, heavy lifting sometimes is kind of, what? we got to work for this? Hey, Michael, uh, people want to find out more about your organization and, and look at this report because you, you can drill down into this thing. Where do they go? Yeah, they go to our website, FordhamInstitute.org, and I do hope they check it out. All right. Michael Petrilli, as always, we appreciate it, president of the Thomas B. Fordham Institute. Hey, we'll keep fighting the good fight here. we gotta, we got to give these kids opportunity, <laughs> and it takes some people, yeah, heavy lifting, work people. Thank, thanks, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Providing a little talk stimulus. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Got a wreck in Lauderdale County in Rogersville, Highway 72. That one may be causing problems still. And we got a report of a traffic signal malfunction. North Parkway or 231 at Walker Lane. The branches at the Y are clean. Safety measures in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and of course, school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Well, hey, 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 how are you today? Leo Laporte here. I am the tech guy each and every weekend. We talk high tech. I take your calls, answer your questions, talk about the latest tech news. We've got a great show put together for the holiday weekend. Some of the best bits from the year gone by, including my talk about how Apple is about to change the world and a whole lot more. That'll be this weekend. And then we'll be taking your calls and all new shows the following weekend. Join me, won't you? Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. What does Meals on Wheels do? They 
They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. If you do much work in your garage or workshop, you know spilling of screws and nails is going to happen. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share a simple way to clean them up right after this. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Spills are a fact of life anywhere work is being done. And home workshops are no exception because of the variety of materials they contain. If you spill some paint or stain, you simply just wipe it up. But if you've ever turned over a box of screws or nails, you know what a hassle it is to pick them up one by one by one. So try this instead. Place a magnet inside a plastic bag and slowly move it over the spilled fasteners. Once they're all attached to the magnet, turn the bag inside out and remove the magnet. Now you can pour the fasteners back into the box they came from. And this trick also works great for cleaning up metal shavings left behind from cutting or drilling. I'm Danny Lippard with tips for today's homeowner. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedom. One of the best ways to say thank you is to volunteer to support them. At a time in history where kindness is a virtue, volunteering means a lot. For over 47 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization with the support of citizens like you, have delivered therapy kits to veterans who need them. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. Integrated Behavioral Health is pleased to announce the addition of a new child psychiatrist to our practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. James Harper to the Huntsville-Madison-Decatur in Athens community. Dr. Harper is a board-certified child and adolescent psychiatrist, working with children and adolescents ages 5 to 17 with a wide range of diagnoses. Now accepting new patients. Make your appointment today. Log on IBHUS.com. Integrated Behavioral Health. Wellness is within your reach. 
Coach Nick Saban. Helping children is very important to Miss Terry and me. As parents, it saddens us to know that there are more than 5,000 children in foster care in Alabama. These children need loving, nurturing families to care for them. We ask you to join the team and become champions for children by opening your heart, opening your home, and becoming a foster or adoptive parent. For more information, call 1-866-4AL-KIDS. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Julie. Late Night with Jim Bohannon. Weeknights at 9 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. It's hump day. Yep, sure is. Uh, 70% chance of showers and storms today. 60% tonight. 50% tomorrow. And you're going, is this ever going to stop? The weekend looks a little more encouraging. It does. And we'll only get to 85 today. Uh, right now we're at uh, 68 Huntsville, 69 Decatur. Uh, Alex Bruschewitz, who uh, we just talked to a couple weeks ago. We still got stuff. Uh, co-founder, chief executive officer of X Strategies. I'm, look, I'm scratching my head over all this uh, statue business and... Alex, I've even noticed some of my friends who are, you know, on, on the Dem side are getting a little tired of all of this because <laughs> they're going, wait a minute. We didn't mean those statues. <laughs> this is getting a little <laughs> wild, isn't it? it? It really is, Fred. And, uh, well, first, thanks for having me back on. And, and what's, what's happening in our country is just absolutely insane. And it's really refreshing to hear that uh, you have found some sane Democrats. Maybe they still exist. Well, um, you know, on some, see it. on some things, and I, you know, I, I, I did something. I tried. LinkedIn's one of those I've always go to for business, and sadly, political stuff has gotten in there. And uh, somebody brought up all this stuff about history and statues and everything, and I just posted something very thoughtful. And I normally don't try to do that on that platform, but you know, I, I, I actually uttered the words: "There were good and bad people on both sides." <laughs> <laughs> and, but there were, I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing about our history is it was really complicated. And if you bother to look at, at who these, the statues of these people were, they were good and bad people and sometimes vice versa and good people who became bad people and bad people who became good people. It, it, this isn't monolithic just like groups aren't either, right? Right. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, but the problem is here is that these these young people who are out in the streets tearing down these statues, they're not going to bother to look at history. They're not going to bother to to read into the people that they're trying to tear down. I mean, they're they're going after Abraham Lincoln, the man that freed slaves in in the name of Black Lives Matter, and you know these people are just either brainwashed by the left or just completely mentally unhinged, and there's no turning back. Uh, President's executive order saying that if you vandalize our monuments and our statues, uh, you're going to be facing 10 years in prison. He just tweeted that again this morning, that many people are now under arrest. I think that's the, you know, you know, that's a stand that we have to take against these vandals. Uh, we can't just have them go and erase our history because a bronze statue offends them. Um, and what I also find most ironic is that a lot of these you know, people carry on the statues, a lot of them aren't black. These are white liberals who are offended in the name of Black Lives Matter. And it's really just crazy what's going on. 
You know, I had a guy tell me, he said, well, you know, nobody asked me if I was offended. They're just out there doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it you was know, like, the, really? The yeah. Obama nobody asked me. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 look, we're, we're, we're kind of in some ways, and I, I got to believe these people are a fringe. But, but, again, I think they're also a product of an education system that we've lost control of. I mean, there is reason to be fearful. And I think the president does have to draw the line. He seems to be the only one willing to do it. The the Dems are, I, I, I've said this before, too, the Dems are playing with fire. The Republicans are paralyzed. The president seems to be the only one standing up to this. Yeah, 100%. And you see a lot of conservatives who are coming out strong uh, against GOP leadership because of their inaction on, you know, over the course of the entire year. They were completely complicit when the Democrats and China tried to shut down our economy uh, with the coronavirus pandemic. They, you know, didn't pass any meaningful legislation condemning China. They all did a photo op resolution saying, oh, China bad. But what what else is going to come from it? Absolutely nothing. So that happened. And now we're seeing that these rioters and protesters are destroying lives, monuments, businesses, you name it. And, again, nothing. They might tweet tough, but they're not going to actually take action. And the president is fighting alone. Um, and But, he, he, you know, he has the support of his base still. Uh, but we're very disappointed with the GOP leadership, uh, and that definitely you know, needs to change. Uh, but, you, you know, your first point there is uh, it's about education. It is about education. We have lost our education system, K through 12 higher ed, uh, we've lost it to the point where it doesn't look great if we can even get it back. Um, but that's why the president is so correct in advocating and pushing for school choice. Uh, and then also he recently signed an executive order saying that the federal government is going to base their hiring on skills and not degrees uh, because we were, as a country were under the mindset that you have to have a degree to get a job. You don't have to have skills. You just need that degree. And so the president signed that executive order. Uh, hopefully we'll start changing that mindset. And that's just another thing he's done to take on the higher education system. You know, uh, Alex, I, you probably know them, but I do too. Uh, I know people who are highly educated. They've got degrees and this and that, and they don't have the sense to walk across the street. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think that we, I think we all know people like that, and that's you know truly a shame. I have this conversation a lot, actually, um, and and but but the problem is that it's, you know at the beginning of the education system, K through twelve. I remember when I was in seventh grade, my math teacher, Mrs. Oshine, nice lady, she put a timeline on the board. Fastest way to make it mm-hmm. 30 years, takes you 50 years uh, if you don't have a college degree. And all 35 kids in my classroom were staring at that board. They were thinking, oh, my God, I don't want to wait an extra 20 years to make a million dollars. I need that college degree. So... And then comes along, you, you become a senior in high school, and you sit down with your counselor, and they give you the FAFSA paperwork, and all of a sudden you have access to $50,000 in money to go to any college you want. Yeah. And you're not thinking about, oh, am I going to ever pay that back? And then you go, and these kids go, and they get useless degrees, and they're taught by some of the you know, most you know the people that love and admire Karl Marx. And 
they become gender studies majors or feminist studies or, you know, my younger brother's in school right now. He had to take an African-American music appreciation, appreciation class as a, you know, required class. So, like, that's what's happening in our schools, and they're coming out with useless degrees, unemployed and, and, and underemployed or unemployed, and they're angry at the system, and so I guess they're taking it on these monuments that I'll send them. Yeah, well, they have degrees in uh, ra- or hate and rage, I guess. I don't know what it is. Uh, can you get a master's? Oh, we can't say master's degree. I'm sorry. Uh, it's Come on, Fred. I'm, I'm, master bedroom. I'm politically incorrect. That's right. So, you look, you you study this stuff, and, 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 and how how does the president overcome some of this? Or does he have to? Are we getting just the, getting had again by a media narrative that that's all we hear day after day, that, that, that all of America is angry and, and and we're wanting to topple the system, or, or are we seeing a real fringe here that's just getting too big a platform? What, what, do you, what are you sensing here? Well, you know, thankfully, I am not seeing this fringe stuff trickling down into communities, smaller communities, suburban communities anymore. I think at the height of the George Floyd protest, you've seen a lot of that in, like, smaller towns in America. Um, but most of these rioting are now in the major cities. But the problem is, you know, the media is, you know, advertising this every day, and people are seeing it every day. Um, and, and so the president, I mean, middle Americans, they want the president to take action. They don't want this stuff to continue. Um, and so I think the president should address this. Uh, but I think that's something that we need to talk about now that people aren't talking about is what are we going to do on Election Day when these thugs are bust into important swing counties? To intimidate voters. And we know that happened before. Yeah, because it happened in Philadelphia during uh, one of the previous presidential elections. Absolutely. Yeah. Dang. And that was that was one that was a couple black. uh, Sorry, Black Panther protesters. These are vicious attack dogs of the left. These are mask wearing, you know, bat dwelling. You know, like these people, these people are going to show up at the polls and, yeah, and they're going to make something it tough for it. us hey alex can, hey can you hang on can you hang for another small segment yes sure. all right hold on north alabama's longest running morning talk host it's our way of saying he's kind of old fred holland on wtki talk Still may be trying to clean up a wreck on 72 in Rogersville, Lauderdale County. That one may be causing some folks' problems this morning. A couple of traffic signal problems reported. 231 in Walker Lane is on flash. On-the-job injuries can happen. Senior Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Has your child swallowed your medicine, your laundry detergent, your nail polish remover? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you inhaled paint thinner, glue, pesticides? Call the Poison Helpline. Have a question about a dose, a fume, something your kid just drank? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family. But here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. one 800 rights No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. For our troops and their families, the military is more than a career. It's a journey. And every step along the way, the USO is there. It's an experience that that soldier will never forget for the rest of his life. That's what the USO does. From the time they join to the time they transition out of the military, the USO is there, offering programs and support along the way. The USO has tons of programs, how to do a job interview, what to wear, what not to wear, knowing that there was going to be a life after the military. For over 70 years, the USO has continued to meet the needs of our troops and their families, standing with them when it counts. We all got to watch pretty much his last goodbye right before we were notified he was gone. Without the USO, it wouldn't be possible for me and my children to watch Jared tell us that he loves us. These are memories that we'll have forever. Be a part of their journey. Learn more today at USO.org. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. For the rest of us, follow the Fred Holland Morning Show on Twitter at WTKI Talk. And we're going to do one more quick one here with uh, Alex Rishowitz, uh, who is uh, co-founder and chief executive officer of X Strategies. All right, so we got these statues. We've got the social media at war with uh, at least the president. And and then you've got, of course, Facebook facing this boycott from advertisers. I mean, we're entering, I wouldn't say a perfect storm, but it's been a storm. Uh, where do you see us going the rest of the way here, and and what should people be aware of, and and what we're seeing through this again? I call it the New York City lens because that seems to be how we're, we viewed everything, including the COVID nineteen thing. Where where do you think we're going from here? Well, buckle in, I say. Um, it's it's an election year. It's how fitting that all of this is happening. Um, after the Democrats failed to impeach the president. How, you know, what a coincidence that this is happening while the president is up for a re-election. I believe what we are seeing right now is the greatest attempt to steal an election in the history of our country. 
this is a coup against our president um, and the media, the Democrat and foreign governments are working together to get rid of President Trump. Um, and you, with, with social media companies kick like Twitch, which is like a streaming software and streaming mm-hmm. service for uh, video games. The president's not on there actively, but they banned him from being on there. That's not acceptable. Facebook taking down some of his content, Twitter manipulate or saying that his content is manipulated media and taking it down. Uh, what is happening with social media is is horrible, and the president needs to take action. And he and and Josh Hawley is leading the charge in the Senate. He's actually a, a great senator. Um, I wish we had more like Josh Hawley and, and, and Senator Rick Scott. Uh, in the Senate, but sadly we don't. Um, but what's happening, all this stuff in the election here, it's, it's an attempt to beat Donald Trump. The Democrats will do anything they can, anything. We saw it for three years, and now we're seeing it really magnified right now. It will do anything they can to steal this election. I like Josh Hawley. I like he and Marsha Blackburn and that idea of moving all the federal employees out into the sticks. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to that piece He's of legislation. Too man. It's a great idea. <laughs> hey, Alex, people want to find out more about you. Where do they go? Uh, you follow me on Twitter, at Alex Bruzewitz. All right. We appreciate it, my friend. Uh, it, yeah, it's going to be an interesting run all the way to November. And look for some more big potholes. And I, look, I don't want government involved in social media, but uh, we're getting a slippery slope here. Hey, Alex, we appreciate it. I hope you have a great day, man. Thanks for sharing. You too. Take care. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Volvo is recalling more than 2 million cars because of a possible seatbelt issue. The recall includes various models built between 2006 and 2019. The problem is with cables attached to front seatbelts. The cable could become damaged and not operate properly. Volvo is a unit of China's Geely. Apple is believed to be pushing suppliers to help it step up production of its new 5G phones so they won't have to be delayed until next year. Apple's production has been delayed by coronavirus shutdowns at factories. Reports in Japan say Apple suppliers are working overtime to make up for the delays. Tennessee-based home furnishings chain Old Time Pottery has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy reorganization. It will keep operating but will close four of its 43 stores. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. Invested in you. We started Untuck It to create the perfect untucked shirts, but we had other great ideas too, like super comfortable polos and short sleeve shirts that come out of the dryer looking crisp and wrinkle-free. Today, save 25% on all short sleeve button downs and polos, including wrinkle-free and sweat-wicking performance. So even when it's hot in the shade, you'll feel cool and dry in an Untuck It shirt. Don't miss your chance to save 25% on all short sleeve styles today at your local Untuck It store and at UntuckIt.com. 
that wreck in Rogersville in Lauderdale County on Highway 72. Still our only working accident. couple of traffic signal malfunctions. 231 in Walker Lane reported flashing. The University in Old Monrovia, they're reporting part of the traffic signal's not working correctly there. Snelling has an urgent need for medical assistance. 382-4000 or Huntsville.Snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We've been selling printer supplies for a half a century. And today, we make it easier than ever to make sure our customers get the best price and the best support. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. With our easy plan, you can order supplies online at guaranteed low prices and get our award-winning on-site service for free. There's no catch. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. For printer supplies, we're a partner in your success. Tired of the screaming? What are you going to do this weekend for fun? For great ideas, it's Talk Saturday, Saturday mornings at 9 on WTKI Talk. Yeah. Oh, we got the rain. Uh, 70% chance today, 60% tonight. 50 tomorrow. Weather uh, looks a little more encouraging for the weekend. We'll get to 85 today. We're still hanging at, uh, well, we're up to 69 now. Uh, what are we drinking this morning, Scotticus, from our friends at uh, Old Town Coffee? I believe I dipped into the Honduran bag I again I dipped into today. the Honduran bag yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it is, I, 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 I can't make a bad pot. I've even tried. Not with that good It's good stuff. stuff, man. It is awesome. 511 Pratt Avenue and Five Points. They, uh, they, 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 they make, they, they make some good stuff here. We're, we're, we want more of the cure though, cause the weekend team keeps drinking it. It comes in a little bag, but it gets drunk I'm real quick. Telling you, it's, you know, it's a, the, the, the bag got me. That's what it was. Uh, a couple of things to catch up on. Uh, uh, Alabama is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to block this curbside voting ruling from the, um, from the 11th Circuit in Atlanta, that uh, they're, they're, they're trying to get that resolved, so it's not over yet, but they're running out of time. Um, one in nine, this is according to um, Alabama Department of Public Health, one in nine Alabama seniors diagnosed with COVID has died, which is, I don't know how that compares, but again, it goes back to... Um, in, in a flu season, elderly people do suffer from this. This one's a bad one, obviously. I'm not belittling it. I haven't been. I'm just saying I think there's been there's been some taking advantage in this whole thing. 
the governor in a ruling yesterday on uh, extending the safer at home order has not mandated masks. But again, be courteous. All right. Just be courteous. If people are asking you to wear a mask in their business, don't argue with them. Just do it. Okay? And if you see a lot of people in a, in a gathering wearing a mask, maybe put one on. Maybe don't make them feel uncomfortable. I, I don't know that you want to take a political stand on this. Look, I, I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm two inches from a heretic on this, right? <laughs> Your new movie coming out. Yes, that would be a great title, wouldn't it? Um, minor league baseball season is over. Uh, for the trash pandas and everybody else, and it looks like uh, that that out yesterday. So they're looking to next year. Uh, and if you look at the number of people who were saying they're not showing up for the major league baseball season, remember we talked yesterday about they the 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 league had pretty much ruled that there would be a baseball season. No, I don't know. Not if players start saying I'm not coming, and we've got what a bunch of Washington Nationals, and we got somebody with the Colorado Rockies. Uh, who else? There were a whole bunch of players. There was another pitcher announced yesterday. He said, I'm not, I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm not going to put myself in that position. So, yeah, I don't know. And the NBA is going to suffer from the same thing. There's going to be some stars and some not so big players that decide to stay home too. And wasn't it, did, did, did I hear the story this morning that the Chicago Bears have refunded season ticket holders or was that the Cubs? Didn't catch that one. Not I, sure. I thought I, I thought they said the Bears. I'll double check, but you know I don't know if this is going to get us into the NFL season or not. It was in with that story where you know apparently there's a movie now on on how Colin Kaepernick became a communist. That's not the title, but that's what I'm calling. <laughs> They're working it. on it. Uh, <laughs> Ava DuVernay, who is uh, a big contributor to Turner Classic Movies, and she shows has over her career has showcased and made movies. Uh, uh, about uh, her race and a uh, very interesting uh, angle and look at uh, some of the things going on in society and things that have been going on for years now. Well, he lost me with the Castro T-shirt and cops are pig socks. I'm sorry. He's just, you know, sorry. So sorry, buddy. Actually, I'm not. Uh, and, and if you really want to perform and somebody take your shot, I don't think he wants to play. I still don't think he I think he's going to get hired. Will, whether he'll show up or not, I'm not well, really sure. Well, uh, you know, and he'll get a bench job, and that'll, and then there'll be criticism for that. And then, of course, if he gets cut, you're, you're, you've made your, you've set yourself up. So unintended consequences. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, I don't know. Have a great day. Stay dry. Listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. Ken Creel answers your lawn and garden questions Saturday mornings at 10 with lawns, gardens, and stuff. Hi, this is Ken Creel. Join me Saturday mornings. We'll talk about gardening, pest management, landscaping, and whatever else you want to talk about. Tune in and call with your questions or comments. See you there, and until then, happy garden. Lawns, gardens, and stuff, Saturday mornings at 10 on WTKI Talk. The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. Every 31 seconds, an infant dies from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition. 
but she doesn't have to die. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has been saving lives around the world, delivering medicines and supplies, giving newborns a healthy start, making sure her first day of life is not her last, because everyone deserves hope. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope, visit projecthope.org slash newborns. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.